Oh, I died again. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Citanium Mine. I'm back at the start. I keep trying to leave the cave because I've started to wonder why I'm here in the first place, and I just keep getting kicked back here. Very much in similar fashion to a game that I recently played called Hades. Has anyone ever heard of Hades? Yeah, it's that game. It's a roguelike, and I have to tell you that my experience with roguelikes over the years has been pretty, um, spotty. So how does Hades stack up? Well, we're going to talk about that on this episode of Citanium Mine. First of all, what is the game? Well, you play as a character named Zagreus, the immortal son of Hades, on a quest to escape from the underworld of the same name. This leads you through a bunch of procedurally generated levels where you fight and you strategize your way to try and get through individual sections, dealing with bosses at the end of each one. Uh, so, basically, a roguelike. It's developed by Supergiant. They're well-known for games like Bastion and Pyre. I'm a little familiar with some of those. Bastion, I had played a bit. So, they know how to make a game. I can't fault them for anything like that. Uh, Hades, for the credit that I can give it, is well done as a game. First of all, it is stunning to look at, and the voice acting is tremendously good. And the characters that you meet are wonderful, as they reimagine all of these Greek gods as characters that will give you boons and interact with you as you go through these dungeons. I can tell you that it is interesting going through each individual run. I can tell you that the combat is pretty solid, uh, that it is fast-paced, that there's always something going on. But what I will also unfortunately have to tell you is that because it is a roguelike, and because of the nature of the game, I really didn't care for it very much. So what is a roguelike? We've probably talked about this in one way or another. You're probably familiar. But basically, roguelikes are these games where you are given a procedurally generated world. You're supposed to go through it. If you die at any time, the game resets to the start, and you have to go back at it again. You usually have to do all of this stuff in one session. You have to uh, go from the start to the end, and there is no pausing, there's, you know, all gas, no brakes. And uh, if you make one slip up, or if you were dealt a bad hand in the random elements that you're given, and wind up having to face a really powerful enemy, and then you die, well, that's just tough luck. You're back to the start, hope you do better next time. Hades follows that model. There are certain things that you get in the underworld that you can utilize, uh, to upgrade certain aspects at the beginning. But a lot of these are just used to expand the kinds of random drops that you'll get in the game. There are some upgrades to Zagreus himself, but it is pretty minimal in terms of it's not a big focus of the game. You don't get, like, 
super powerful by upgrading Zagreus. It's just, uh, it makes things a little incrementally better, and you unlock new weapons as well that you can find might fit a better fighting style for you. You do get the ability to assign certain boons and certain weapons to yourself at the beginning, so you get a little bit of strategy going on in here, but it is still very random when you get into the actual dungeons themselves. I can't fault them for how it was built. That's the thing that's really uh, interesting to me, is that it's built very well. And listen, if you are interested in games like that, this is one of the best examples you're going to find. I can tell you that from the start. Uh, it is just a, a beautiful-looking game that has wonderful elements to it. It is colorful. It, it That cel-shaded art style that they created just pops right out of the screen. Um, just the, the interactions that you have and the, the way it is laid out is tremendous. The combat is really tight, very fluid. Uh, it's just sharp in your hands. It feels very satisfying. Every aspect of this is terrific. The problem is that I'm not a fan of the genre. And while I have played quite a few, I have played more that I did not like than the ones that I did. One of the big problems that I had with Hades here is the fact that even after I've beaten a boss, like Megara is one of the first ones, even after I've, I've beaten Megara and I've gone on to essentially the next section, I can't just jump to that next section if I die. I have to go through that whole first section again before I reach the second section, and I have to defeat Megara every single time. And theoretically, you would have to defeat all the other bosses in line every single time you tried. And that's just eventually a slog. It's just a slog. I don't want to have to do that again over and over and over again. That's just not fun for me. I know that there is this focus on death being a part of the game, but if that's the case, then I would have really appreciated it if I could then move things along a little quicker after I had reached certain milestones, certain parts of the game, where it felt like we were naturally moving on to a new location. But you gotta go back to the old location. Every single time. And the random nature of the whole thing means that who knows what's going to happen every single time you go through. I, I might just be with, like, zero health and no way to seemingly replenish it before I get into a boss battle. And that just, it's tough luck for me. But how many times, how much punishment do I want to go through? And how many runs am I able to, to do before I put it down? I can tell you what my count was. It was about 15. I would like to say that it was about 15 overall runs. I probably beat Megara, the first boss, uh, three times, I want to say, just to move on to the next area. And then I think I got to the boss in that next area the once and realized this is impossible for me. There's this snaky creature that just keeps getting more and more heads. I, I, I was like, there's no way I'm getting past this. I was like, yep, yeah, nope, this is this is as far as I'm gonna get, and I don't wanna I don't want to get good. I don't care enough to want to get good. 
Now, what I did appreciate, though, is that because they know that death is going to be a continuous thing for you, they make the most of it. Like, uh, when you go back to that hub world, you get to interact with all of these characters, and they have new dialogue based on what you've done, and more characters will start to come into the fold as you hit certain uh, milestones in your dungeon runs. So the storyline ends up being a continuous evolution, and that's great. I, I liked that part. Very interesting. Again, Supergiant does so much with the concept, it's just that I never really liked the concept. I can't really recommend Hades if you like games that I like, but if you like roguelikes, then you're probably going to find this uh, exceptional. And, and you should, because they did a very good job. It is very well polished. It looks great. It sounds great. All of the aspects of it are polished. They didn't put half effort into this. They put full effort into this. And I'm impressed with that, and I give it all the credit in the world for it, and I understand why people uh, appreciated it, because it is so rare nowadays to actually find games that have actually been completed before they release. Hades is definitely a game that is complete when it was released. However, if you don't like the kind of game where you have to constantly go back and retread over territory that you have gone through over and over again, if that doesn't sound like fun, if going back to the start with nothing, essentially, and having to rebuild all of your progress until you slip up the once, get sent back to the beginning, and have to do it again and again and again. If that feels like you are Sisyphus trying to roll a boulder up a hill, and who knows, maybe Sisyphus is a character in this game at some point. It would be ironic if he was. The point is, if you aren't into that, you're not going to want to play this in the first place. It's just not going to satisfy you. And that's why it didn't satisfy me. But okay, let's say I were to give you a roguelike game that was a little bit more entertaining overall for me. Uh, well, I can tell you something that scratched the itch and uh, was a little bit more accessible for me was Streets of Rogue. I can't tell you that it is well polished like Hades, but I can tell you that in terms of accessibility... And just general wacky fun, Streets of Rogue is, uh, is a, a good time. The idea is that it's this uh, pixel art game. It doesn't take itself all that seriously, and it gives you a lot of range of different characters that you can unlock over the course of time if you hit different milestones, uh, different accomplishments, achievements in the game. Uh, one of my favorite things to do once I had gone through enough times to unlock the zombie, was to just play that. Because the cool thing about playing the zombie in Streets of Rogue is that when you attack and kill somebody in a level, they then become a zombie too. And so you can just eventually have a whole bunch of zombies uh, that are just going and attacking other people that then turn into zombies as well, and you get like a zombie army practically on every single level. But they give you a lot of other options as well. The vampire is a really interesting one. There, There's a lot of really cool ideas from the, just the basic game where you're just playing the dude. I don't even know what the basic character is, but uh, you, you get a lot of different options, 
And they even make it so that you have some customization that you can do about win conditions, lose conditions, how many lives you have, etc. at the beginning of the game uh, to really customize your experience throughout. And I thought that was very nice. But again, this really is my favorite genre, so I'm probably picking one that is by its very nature, not as roguelike as Hades was. Alright, well, I would venture back outside the cave again, or at least try, but the second that the sun hits me, I'm going to burn, and I'm going to wind up back here on this rock seat. So I tell you what, why don't you go off into the wild and tell me if it's any good, and we can come back here after you uh, get hit by a boulder or something, and we'll uh, discuss what you did wrong. Maybe I'll berate you. Slightly. Like an overbearing father figure. We can only wonder. That's right. Go on, I'll see you again. Don't worry, no, you don't have to look back. I know you're coming back eventually. I know I'll see you again. Don't worry. Bye! For now. <laughs> <laughs>